And another one. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. All right, buckle up, folks, because this is going to be one that's near and dear to my heart. About not taking your shit so seriously. This in is the gym. Uh, sponsored by Bread and Butter. We're here drinking ice monticellos and yeah. ice lattes from Bread and Butter right now. Yeah, it's, it's delicious. Plug. We're enjoying ourselves. But sponsored ad. Not, not sponsored. <laughs> they, didn't pay, they didn't pay us. We paid full price for these. We did. We did indeed. Uh, but they are worth the they money. Are. They're quite delicious. Um, but yeah, we wanted to do a podcast talking specifically about not taking exercise so dang seriously especially when that's really not your goal mm -hmm. and allowing or letting exercise be a part of your life instead of exercise and diet or whatever you want to include being your life um, yeah, yeah for sure so I'll real quickly be nerdy and then we could talk about this in a more practical sense but this is kind of like the sweet spot of my background. I don't know if everyone knows, but I was a psychology undergrad. I went to grad school for clinical psychology, actually. Um, did research in that field, thought that's what I was gonna do. Switched over to sports psych, which I'd never heard of and like someone told me about, and so I switched because I was like, wow, that's perfect. And then while in my sports psych program, which was in a kinesiology department, I kind of found exercise science and fell in love with that stuff. And so that's how I got to where I am today. But this, uh, the mindset side of training is something I'm super interested in. I've read tons of books on, listened to every podcast I can get my hands on on this, and I think it's super critical. So, to real quick science right here, uh, exercise is stress. Your your body sees it as stress. Your body also sees like when you have an argument with your spouse as stress, when you have a lot of work you have to get done at work as stress, or when you're traveling you know you have to go to the airport as stress or when you're sick that's stress um, your body is while it's a super complex highly tuned machine doesn't really differentiate between stresses so um, the long story short is if you make exercise super serious and treat it uh, like it's really important you're adding extra stress extra stress because you're adding a higher importance level onto it and so if you have high stress levels in other areas, that kind of becomes a recipe for disaster. So if you're a games sure. athlete, you have, you know, apologies to games athletes, it's not meant to be an insult, but you have nothing else happening in your life. But you, that's also why, if we were to look at the top 20 CrossFit games level athletes, mm -hmm. this it's their job. That's what I'm saying. They are not in addition a lot of them, females more specifically, are not in addition parenting. They've they've no, not gotten not many to moms that. Yet. There's not a lot of moms. There are dads, but still not a lot. There's still not a lot. They don't have other jobs. No. They they live and breathe to work out and recover. Mm -hmm. To work out again and recover again, and right. it's just like day in and day out. There's not these other factors to their life that is solely. Mm -hmm. their life right so they have very few other stressors like most of them have some deal with a meal plan company so like they don't even have to cook a lot of their meals True. and um, they have a um, on-site masseuse and they have this recovery situation and they you know which is just whatever like 
the, well, good on lives, them. Yeah, I mean, no, no, yeah, this, yeah, this yeah. is not like this said, is no this knock, is, no knock yeah, on no, them. This is not like a uh, they have life so easy. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying they can afford to stress the crap out of their body in the gym solely because they have done the best job they can at removing all other stress. Yeah. So that's a different situation. If you're a professional athlete, you need to minimize other stressors because you need to maximize stress in a way that's going to be advantageous to you getting better at what you do. So, you know, if you're an Olympic weightlifter, if you're trying to qualify for the Olympics, you need to minimize all the stress so that you can get that one more rep because over a year or two or Olympic quad four years, those reps add up and they mean something that can be meaningful for your real life. Like you qualify for the Olympics or you sign a million dollar contract or whatever it is. If you're just an accountant and you have uh, a husband and two kids and a mortgage and you know, your kid's kind of a brat and you uh, like someone dinged your car in the parking lot and you um, decided it'd be a great day to bring a puppy home. <laughs> right. I mean, yeah. If you just have all these other stresses, exercise needs to be as chill for you as possible. Like I'm not saying don't work hard. I'm not saying not to care about it. None of that stuff. You should definitely care about it and you should work really, really hard. But like it should be a release from the rest of your life, not one more thing to stress about. And that's, I think we do a good job for the most part of like preaching that lifestyle. But for a lot of folks, that's a tough habit to break, especially if you're a type A person. Um, like it, myself. Yeah. It could be really hard. Like when, when Morgan and I have had conversations about Morgan's training for whatever points in her life, there have been points when training was really important to her mm-hmm. and it, it, it put a strain on our relationship. And there's been points where I've had to say, you need to cut back on your training because you have other things going on, like being pregnant. Like that's a priority and exercise is just a way to uh, enhance your pregnancy. It is not, it is not something that needs to be in the top 20 of your concerns. And so, um, that's most of us. Like most of us are in this category where this is an awesome thing we're doing in our life because we like it, or at least we like what it does for us. And you need to approach it that way. Once again, that doesn't mean you don't get to care about it. I'm not saying, you know, it doesn't matter what you snatch. If you care about that, that's awesome. Yeah, like go after, go after it, sure. care about it. Still have goals yeah. and still work for those goals and still do everything you need to do to recover the best way that you can so that you can perform the best way that you can. But what we're saying is we are, for the most part, at Ransom, a bunch of normal yep. human beings and we need to stop taking shit so seriously. And I don't think that we have all those people at the, a lot of those people at the gym by any means. Like, no, that's no. not what we're saying. But I'm saying, like, this is a great conversation for me to have because I have been this person. For sure, yeah. I, and I still am this person. I am constantly in a revolving door of taking things too seriously to not taking things seriously at all. Like, just back and forth and back and forth depending on the stage of my life that I'm in. But like Ryan said earlier, being a type A person, like having control over those things or, you know, caring about them a lot, caring about them more than other things that you shouldn't be, you know, this is, this is for all you out there who, who feel that same way. Yeah, for sure. And yeah, I, I know it's kind of, we're, you know, we're sending kind of like two different, uh, yeah, What's we're, up, loud car? we're in the office on top of the square right now. And so if you hear crazy noises, we're sorry. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, like it's 
it's not saying this shouldn't be important or you shouldn't have goals or you shouldn't care about it. I'm not even saying like if we're if we're going for a one rep max deadlift and you don't PR that you don't get to be frustrated for a second. Like that's fine. Like you can you can care about it. You can be passionate about it and you can be like, dang, like I'll, you know, it sucks that I didn't PR Fran today. I get it. Like it's cool to be frustrated. But then like ten seconds later, like legitimately ten seconds later, maximum like one minute later, you need to be over that. Like yeah. You like go live life like your friend, whether you are second faster in Fran this time or not, has literally zero impact on your life. And I know people will light up Wattify and you get all the likes and the comments, sure. and you know, whatever. But the next day, I don't know if anybody even remembers yeah. or cares. Yeah, and- like it's it should not be a big enough deal to where a following day. Right you are still dwelling on how you did in the workout the day before. Like we come, we have ransom for people to have the best hour of their day. Yes. Yeah, the and when you come in and are taking things so seriously and you're not hitting the numbers that you want to hit or doing the movements that you think that you should be capable of doing or, you know, whatever it might be, or the, the exercise in the strength portion or the Metcon isn't in your wheelhouse and you feel so down or so pissed or, you know, whatever that you can feel all of those things because I feel all of those things. But the next day when you come in, you should still not be feeling those things <laughs> from the day before. Yeah, and I'll, I'll take it a step further. Like, I, this popped into my head. Like, I love the way she worded that. Like, our motto is every day better. You're not – there's no point in a workout or a day or a week or whatever where, like, you're – at least I don't imagine where you're done. Like, you're not like, today is the last day ever, so I need to hit this PR because I'm stopping. If that's the case, then you, then sure, then there is some reason to be frustrated about not doing it because that's what you wanted to do. You had this goal to hit this, and you're never going to do it again, so it's over. But that's not, you know, we're a lifestyle, a training lifestyle community. It doesn't matter how you do today. It doesn't even matter how you do tomorrow. It doesn't even matter how you do 10 years from now because the point is that you're on a trajectory of getting better over the long haul. For that's sure. going to have ups and downs because that's how life works, but you if you're focused on what happened today so like intensely that you can't see where you have come from or where you're going, you're missing the boat. And like, I don't think that you're, you have not bought into the culture we're trying to promote. And right. that's what we want. We want people, like I said, I'm, I'm cool with someone being like, man, like it sucks that I didn't beat this time from last time. I, you know what? Like that is great. It's great that that happened to you. Yeah. Because well, and that now shows us like, like you've got this, You've got this drive. You've got this passion. Right. Like you are in here because you care about the things mm-hmm. that you're doing and you care about bettering yourself. Mm-hmm. Like those are all good things and good qualities for sure. For sure. Yeah. You, so for this example, you, you know, whatever you snatched 195 today was going to be the day you hit 200 and you didn't, you, you only hit 190 today. I think that's great for you because what are you going to do about it? That's what matters because if you're not going to do anything about it, then you're just complaining and whining, and that's really anti-everything we're about. Something can go wrong. That could be a great thing for you because then you get to say, like, okay, if I actually really care about this, if I care enough about this to be upset in public in front of a bunch of people that I like about lifting a different amount of weight than I wanted to, 
then I need to change something in my life to fix this. Yeah. And if it isn't that important, then it doesn't get to be that big of a deal. So it's one or the other. And either one of them are perfectly fine. Like you can really, really care about it. Then what are you going to do about it? You should probably work with Brett or I or one of our coaches and get some one-on-one training or like a custom accessory program to fix that. Or you should work with somebody to dial your nutrition in. Or you need to stop sleeping four hours a night. You need to do something about it. Because if, if you're upset and complaining about something that you're not intending to change at all, then you're just whining. And Correct. That's, not, that's something we are not cool with. And if you hear Ryan saying this and you're like feeling a punch to the gut, because that could be you, I'm telling you, I, I have been told this from Ryan more than a handful of times. Like, in, in, in all areas of life. Like, not just the, the gym world, but, like, this is a, a constant that I'm having to remind myself as well. Like, I cannot come into the gym and whine and complain about not being able to do something or not get muscle-ups or not get whatever or not hit this weight because at what point in my life am I spending any extra time on bettering that aspect of my life or trying to improve that area? And when I'm not... Well, then it's clearly not high enough on the priority list or a big enough care to change any other aspect of my life to make it happen. And I think for the most part, like I'm, I'm legitimately trying to think of people that we have at our gym who could come into the gym and allow the gym to be their life and the only stress in their life. And I don't think that that we have anybody like that. No, of course not. We have moms and dads and business owners and full-time workers, part-time workers, traveling people, people mm-hmm. who commute more than an hour to work every day. And I mean, like, we just have every normal human being represented in our gym. And you can't possibly make the gym your life because you have so much other stuff going on in your life. And, like, I can't think of, I mean, I really can't think of anybody. No, of course not. Like, that's just not how life works. Yeah. Well, and we have a, we're a bunch of normal people. Yeah. So, <laughs> for sure. What she just said, two big points, take-home points for me from that. One, happiness is dictated by expectations. So, if you, you're upset because you didn't snatch 200 pounds because you expected to, that's fine. There's, if you miss your expectations, that is a reason to be frustrated. But two, the point that's linked to that is you don't get to complain about the results you didn't get from the work you didn't do. So bingo. <laughs> if if you did something, if you thought you put in this work and you missed and you didn't reach your goal, then that's yeah, that's frustrating. Let's sit down, let's come up with a plan to make sure that does not happen again. If you did nothing and just you know, you came to the gym, you exercised and you put some effort in and you just magically thought that everything would get better for the rest of your life then we need to sit down and talk about how your expectations work because people happiness is dictated by expectations when i like to talk, I talk about this all the time the happiest people i've ever met are the poorest people I've ever met and they live in kenya they have nothing like no electricity no running water they're walking miles to get gross disgusting mud water to take back home and drink and bathe in and could not be happier happiness is dictated by their expectation they were happy to wake up that day and get another day and that's all that mattered to them and and they're going to do the best they can to better their situation if you have these 
giant lofty goals but are doing nothing to execute on them to take smaller goals to make sure we're getting there along the way then you don't get to be frustrated that's that's what toddlers do they want something and they don't get it so they're mad there's no logical thought process for them between i they just have i want it and i don't have it so i'm mad but when you become an adult you realize things require work to get them and if you're not willing to put in the work that's fine like there's nothing wrong with that i have had a point you know when we came over um, and joined the two gyms i didn't get to train a whole lot like my training volume went down a bunch and part of that is me being a slacker and part of it was a conscious choice because i needed to devote my time and energies and other things but of course i lowered my expectations for what i could do in the gym i can now do roughly what i could do in like 2015 and so everything from like 2015 to now went downhill and now i'm just getting back up to oh man like i'm starting to hit prs again and this is this is great but i did not base my happiness on some magical expectations of being a better crossfitter because i was not crossfitting as much i wasn't doing all the other things that mattered my diet wasn't as good my sleep was not nearly as much or as solid we had a kid yeah all sorts of things throw a kid and in those there aren't too. Even, and and those are those aren't excuses like excuses are like yeah i mean like i wasn't eating as good i have excuses for why i wasn't eating as good and that the, those were just crap but right. i wasn't eating as good that's the fact and so I can't look at these series of things and then be like, man, I'm pissed off that I don't snatch. You know, I just now back squat what I used to back squat. Well, guess what, man? You just spent three years doing way worse work than you were doing. Like, what yeah. did you, you know, well, it's not and a free it, ride. And it's like, I know you've, you've heard it before or whatever, but life literally happened. Oh, like, for sure. There are bigger priorities and more important things a lot of times that come up in all of our lives that are going to take us away from the gym that are going to make us busier people you know it's great to keep the gym a priority it's great to keep self-care and self-love and all of that stuff like a priority on your list but sometimes it just doesn't happen sure and you cannot find a way to get to the gym and to make that happen and when when that part of your life is happening to you and you can't get to the gym and you can't devote X amount of hours a week to exercising, then that's also when an, a viewpoint and an expectation set needs to change too. Because mm-hmm. life happened, life changed, things have changed, priorities have changed, but so do your expectations of yourself. And like hearing myself say that, I'm like, God, you know, it's, it's way easier said than done. And I totally get it because I'm in that, I'm in that same boat I feel like 85% of the time Mm -hmm. where I'm having to change my viewpoint, even though I don't want to, like I told Ryan the other day about something not being good enough. Ryan was like, well, what does that even mean? Like, look at where your life is right now compared to where your life was six months ago. Like good enough now is very different than good enough then. And so my viewpoint of that needs to It needs to change with how life is changing. I can't have the same expectations for myself when all of the other things in my life have changed my life and myself. So I don't know, like I can say it. I have have to believe these things too, just like we're trying to kind of put out there for you guys. Yeah, so what she just said um, made me have an idea for like a a completely separate podcast, but... um, the self-care stuff I think is super critical and 
if there's something I, I do wish I would have done a better job during that like two and a half year window where like my fitness went to crap, there definitely, I could have definitely found time to do some amount of work and to take care of myself nutritionally, sleep wise, in other ways that I just chose not to because I was like, well, if I can't do everything, why am I gonna do anything? And that's a terrible mindset. Like, I'm a big mindset guy. I think that's why people generally think I'm a very happy, kind of like laid back person. My mindset allows for that to happen. And that is a period I look back on now. And life was great. So I'm not, you know, no pity me or anything like that. But I could, that's an area I just whiffed on. Like, sure, I'm not gonna get five training days a day because I've got three 30 minute sessions of some kind of fitness every week. Absolutely. I don't know a person that's too busy for that. Um, I was working a lot and I definitely had time for that. Could I have found a way to sneak in an extra 30 minutes of sleep every night? Absolutely. Could I have uh, bought some prepackaged meals that are healthier than just eating crap because I'm short on time? Absolutely. So self-care is super important. That's the thing I want to talk about in another, health, in another podcast. You know, If you are super crunched on time, like what are some ways you can maximize that? Because I do think it is a super big excuse that we like to use that I'm just too busy. You might be too busy to do everything you want to do, but you're not too busy to do enough to kind of at least hold where you are and maybe even still make some progress. So don't let take care of yourself in general. Yeah. Don't there's always time for that for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Don't let you, don't let your mindset be the reason you don't make the time to do stuff like that. And that just goes to expectations. Exactly. Expectations have to change when life changes and I think if your expectations are that I'm going to get to the gym five to six days a week or not at all, like there, there is a place in between those two things. There is a bridge that can connect something to another thing and it doesn't have to be all or nothing. And I think we've got a lot of, I mean, this podcast is yeah about not taking things so seriously and, and exercising is part of life, but not life. But we have a ton of people in the gym who already fully believe that motto. Like Mm -hmm. they are living every day and come in to sweat and to move and to not be a sedentary human being. And like, they are already fully bought into. Yeah. I am aware you guys are listening to this or like exercise is not my life, nor will it ever be, nor has it ever been. Mm -hmm. I just like to come in and move and sweat and it, yeah, if I lose a couple of pounds, that's awesome. If I lift a little bit more weight, that's great. But yep. I don't care where I fall on Wattify. I don't care how long it takes me to do a workout. I'm just coming in to do what I can and go home and not think about this again until tomorrow. Mm-hmm. There are definitely those people yeah. also. But I think, too, another thing, at least for me, like something that I've done just I am a very competitive human being and I don't think that competition is bad by any means. I think healthy and friendly competition is needed in life, depending on who you are. Like Mm -hmm. Ryan and I are about as opposite as it comes as far as competition levels. Yeah. But I mean, it's still in one way or another, I think it's, it's beneficial for most people. Yeah. Um, but I think it's how you handle that competition. And if you allow it to just be a friendly, healthy, competitive environment, or if you are going to go overboard and take it way too seriously. But like, I don't look at Wattify before I come to the gym ever. 
Like when people ask me, hey, Morgan, what's the workout going to be for tomorrow or whatever? And I'm like, I literally have no idea. And they're like, how? I'm like Ryan programs everything. He puts it all in the computer and I don't ever look. Yep. Like I don't, I don't know. Like, but that's part of me like showing up to the gym and coming for the workout. Like mm -hmm. I'm not going to look at it the night before and dwell on it and YouTube things and look at my old numbers and see how long it took me last time because all that does is like rev up the competitive side for me and I don't personally need that. And then I don't look at the whiteboard nine times out of 10 after a workout because that also only amps up and revs up the non-friendly competitive side because I am innately competitive Right. So if I'm sitting there looking at the workout the day before and I have all day to think about it before I get there and I work out in the afternoon and I've only focused on the whiteboard all day and look out the whiteboard until the last class is over, like it just does nothing for me in a positive light. Like I think that that is where some people can get a little wrapped up or swept away in their expectations and their competitive feelings and taking things too seriously because number one, not everybody's goals are the same. Number two, not everybody is coming to the gym to perform or do the same things. You come in, you do what works for you. You do what's best for you and then you leave. So spending all this time dwelling on the workout or the whiteboard just does to me for me does not lead to anywhere positive and it does not for me embrace the everyday better lifestyle that we have so those are just two things that I've like completely cut out because there's there's no positive coming from me sitting there dwelling on either one of those things yeah I think that's a good place to wrap it up on that it there's a platitude I really like it's uh I think Theodore Roosevelt maybe but he said comparison is a thief of joy. So competition could be great, but you need to be careful about what you're competing with. And so Or who that, Yeah. I mean that's my point. Like yeah, yeah. you get nothing for beating somebody in a workout. It is not how it works. So you also have no idea what their day was like or what their goals were or whatever. And so sure your name gets listed higher on a digital <laughs> screen for one day. And that's awesome. I mean, if that makes you happy, great. I'm not trying to, you know, rain on your parade there, but if that is your motivation, this will not be a long-lived thing for you because that's just not enough to keep you going. So, sure, be competitive, but nine times out of ten, that should be with you. Like, at the end of the day, like I said, comparison is a thief of joy. Did you, when you finished the workout, do you feel like you did the best you could? Did you put in the most effort that you felt like it was reasonable to give that day? If yes, then that's all you can do. It doesn't matter. You know, if I get in a pool and I'm swimming against Michael Phelps, comparing myself to him is, it, what's you the point of that? <laughs> yeah, I mean, like, what's, <laughs> yeah. what's the point? Like, um, oh, let's say somehow I win against Michael Phelps and I look over, it's because, like, he got bit by a shark. <laughs> like, does that make me, be am I better now? Because I beat Do Michael Phelps. you feel Phelps? better about yourself? Yeah, I mean, it, <laughs> Poor that, Michael that's Phelps. irrelevant. Like, you control you, you should compete with you. And that doesn't mean every day is, like, foot 100% on the gas pedal, destroy yourself. It just means 
with what I have today, based on the last 24 hours of my life, did I give the best effort I could? Did I try to clean up any of the things the coaches said like I could approve on? Was I a good human being in class? If yes, you rocked it. If no, you have stuff to work on. It's that simple. So And then come in the next day and work on do it. Do better. Yeah. Do better, for sure. Well, cool. We'll wrap it up there. Adios.